Sorry to disappoint you So what was your expectation? Nah, I'm just an everyday dude Oh, you expected perfection? This is what Christianity is supposed to be like I make mistakes Like, lots of mistakes I'm just trying to do the best that I can do I guess I'm just imperfectly human Welcome to another episode of the Imperfectly Human Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Daly, and uh, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's listening on Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, TuneIn, wherever you are listening in from, I appreciate you. I want to let you know that um, I enjoy you being here with me on, on a regular basis. So, um, season two, as we said, is a journey f- is following me through my entrepreneurial journey. I wanted to share um, what the life of a Christian entre- entrepreneur is like. Um, I want to be fully transparent in my process, the ups, the downs, uh, what I go through, what I experience. So that's why I'm doing this. That's why I am taking you on this journey with me on season two and um i'll probably you know no spoilers for season three but i think i'm going to continue down this path um going forward and just sharing um about life as a christian entrepreneur you know it's what makes me i call it imperfectly human because i don't i'm not perfect i'm very human um I get angry, I get annoyed, I get frustrated, uh, I get stressed out, I get worried, I get anxious, uh, I've had panic attacks, I've had, listen, I've experienced it all, I talk about everything that I've been through and there are so many stories and so many things and so many lessons in life that I would love to share on this, so um, that's what I'm going to do over the next however many, you know, however many seasons of this we happen to go through um so as i said let me just give you a few intros so i am the host of the imperfectly human podcast i am also the host of the daily perspective podcast you can catch the daily perspective podcast every wednesday on stereo that it's live at, uh between 7 p.m and 8 p.m uh depends on who my who i'm co-hosting with but uh generally it will either be 7 p.m or 8 p.m Usually I will announce the time uh, via the Daily Perspective Network Instagram page or my personal Instagram page uh, at DYDaily. So that's one thing. Uh, If you want to keep up with me professionally, I am also the principal consultant of Yellow 8 Design. Uh, That is my business. That is what I do for a living. Um, You can catch up with me at yellow eight design on instagram at yellow eight design on facebook um also at yellow eight design but spelled dsgn on twitter um and again i talk about stuff um i i like to share information um on that platform i like to talk about um some of the stuff that i'm doing i will be hosting a free webinar in in uh, the coming few weeks so again look out for that um but yeah that's what i do for a living it's a business that shares on functional design um uh user experience 
digital marketing. That's my space. That's where I like to play analytics. Everything I do is underpinned by analytics because I am a data nerd at heart. Um, so that's that. Um, if you want to follow Daily Perspective uh, at Daily Perspective Network on Facebook, at Daily Perspective, uh, no, sorry, at Daily Network on Twitter and at Daily Perspective Network on Instagram. Uh, so those are all the socials. That's where you can find me. Um, uh, www.dailyperspectivenetwork.co.uk is the page for the Daily Perspective Network. www.yellow8 at... Uh, here we go again. www.yellow8.co.uk for my professional site. Um, anyway, let's get into it. So today's episode, today's episode, what am I talking about? We are talking about all work and no play. Uh, we are talking about work-life balance, that important thing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up differently today. So let me let me hit you with um, let me start you off with some scripture. And we may come back to this. We may, we may not, but let's see how the let's see how things go. But let me start you off with some scripture. And this scripture comes from Ecclesiastes 2, verses 18 to 26. I came to I came to hate all my hard work here on earth, for I must leave to others everything I have earned. And who can tell whether my successor will be will be wise or foolish? Yet they will control everything I have gained by my skill and hard work under the sun. How meaningless. So I gave up in despair, questioning the value of all my hard work in this world. Some people work wisely with knowledge and skill. Then they must leave the fruit of their efforts to someone who hasn't worked for it. This too is meaningless, a great tragedy. So what do people get in this life for all their hard work and anxiety? Their days of labour are, are filled with pain and grief. Even at night their minds cannot rest. It is all meaningless. So I decided there is nothing better than to enjoy food and drink and to find satisfaction in work. Then I realised realized that these pleasures are from the hand of God for who can eat or enjoy anything apart from him. God gives wisdom, knowledge and joy to those who please him. But if a sinner becomes wealthy, God takes the wealth away and gives it to those who please him. This too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. So, um, why did I choose that scripture? So that scripture to me embodies a lot of what we're talking about today. All work and no play. What is it? It's meaningless for, for one to pursue a life of just work, 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 work and not have any balance. That is what King Solomon, the teacher, was talking about when he, he said, I realized that enjoying life, enjoying food, enjoying drink um, and taking satisfaction in work um, there was nothing better than do that. These are the pleasures that come from the, from the hand of God. Meaning, in order to enjoy and take satisfaction in work, you need to balance it with enjoying life, eating, drinking, and those things. Meaning, you require work-life balance in order to enjoy both. If you work too much, you, don't, you mess out on life and you work and you labor and you toil for something that you may have to leave to someone who will run it into the ground or who may just sell it or do whatever. So you don't know what will be when you can't take these things with you. 
So you have to enjoy what you have when you have it. Also, if you play and enjoy life and do all the all all the good things and all the fun things and and do not work, then poverty creeps upon you. Um, that's later on. It it says that, and I, and I think it covers that in prover- in proverbs as well. I'll, I'll find that and um, and hopefully share that. Um, but I guess the that scripture for me screams out that you need work life balance. It screams out that chasing chasing success continuously will end in a life of despair. You lose the things that are most important to you because you don't uh, you don't appreciate um, that you require balance, or you lose the success that you could have had because you don't work hard enough. Um, you need to strike. A sensible balance. So how do we strike a sensible balance? How do we find that middle ground? Where is that line that we need to draw? Um, Because let's put it this way. In life, it is so easy to do one or the other because we have these constant things tugging at us, pulling us one way, trying trying to pull us the other way. So for example, now that everyone is working from home, people, the, the reports say, um, I saw an interesting report this morning that said that um, people tend to be working on average two to three hours extra a day than they would have if they were in the off- office because there is this always on, always available culture when you're working from home. People don't appreciate that you need to disconnect and switch off. Um, So people tend to overwork themselves. People tend to overstretch themselves and then they burn out. We're talking about employee burnout. Now, as an entrepreneur, burnout is something that a lot of entrepreneurs um, experience is something that we are at risk of because we never switch off because being in business for yourself, chasing that success, chasing that dream requires that you work extra hard, meaning your workday might be 14 hours compared to someone's average eight hour workday. Um, but that does not mean that you do not require work life balance. Um, I would say that means that work-life balance is even more important for an entrepreneur because your workday is far more stressful. Your workday is longer. Your workday is prolonged. Your workday is stretched. You are doing more. There is more demand on you as an entrepreneur. So you need to figure out how you balance your work with your life. Um, On the other side, you have family. Now, if you're like me and you have children, uh, you have a wife, you have children, or you have a husband and you have children, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to say that all entrepreneurs are men. So let me get that right. So let's put it this way. You have a spouse, you have a significant other, and you have children. Now, you need to spend time with them. You need to um, show them that they appreciated. You need to give them the attention that they deserve. If you don't pay attention to your family, you will lose your family or you will 
you may not I don't mean you you know they may not walk out on you or whatever but you will miss those important moments in life you will miss that chance to have that deep emotional connection um, with your children it, you would you will miss the opportunity opportunity to build those special bonds that will carry you through because you spend all the time distracted by work and distracted by life so it's important that you spend time with them but if you spend too much time in that space you do not give enough time to the other baby in your life to the other child that requires nurturing and that is your business again balance is required you need to find that middle ground so How do we find middle ground? How do we find that level playing field for family and life? So on this episode, I am going to dive in and give you my tips. My five tips. Yeah, yeah. My five work-life balance tips. Um, Tip number one, work smarter, not harder. I think there is this common misconception, and forgive me, I'm going to have a sip because I am thirsty. So, there is this common misconception that in order to be successful in life, you need to work hard. I believe you need, I believe that, yeah, you do need to work hard, but not work hard hard <laughs> for people that are watching you you saw, you saw my face on that one hard <laughs> uh that's my dave Chappelle kind of um anyway you know i love dave Chappelle, but anyway um yeah there is this thing that you need to work hard i think you need to work smarter working smarter definitely definitely um is more important than working hard. And what do I mean by working smarter? So we are in, well, no matter where we are, no matter the time, no matter the century, no no matter the decade, technological advancements are happening around us. So first tip in working smarter is to leverage technology. You see, there are a number of people out here that do not like to use technology. But there are so many tools available to you. Um, Your smartphone is a powerful tool that is available to you that allows you to work. For example, the video that I am recording right now for this podcast is being recorded via my smartphone. Um, My notes, they are on my tablet. Um, And this is not a product placement for Apple. Um, But technology is available to make your life easier, to make things more convenient, to make things move faster, to allow you to get through your workflow in a more efficient way. Use the technology that is available to you. There are so many software solutions um, out there. And I'm talking about SaaS solutions software as a service um there there are so many cloud tongue tongue tied 
cloud-based solutions that you can leverage that can help you to work smarter. There are tools for managing your time. There are tools for scheduling your meetings. There are tools for managing your um, calendar, managing your appointments. There are um, all sorts of productivity tools that you can leverage. There are dictation tools that allow you to speak rather to, and, and it appears on the screen rather than you typing because some people find it difficult to type and feel that that drags out their day and sucks up all their time. Hey, there are tools to, to help you do that. Um, so leveraging technology is one area that I think that people need to need to really step into. Um so, for example, let me give an example of something that I use. I use a tool called, uh, I think it's Timeify, and it's basically a scheduling app. Um, it allows me to manage my calendar and book appointments. Uh, it's all automated. I get no notification when someone books in. I use um, uh, I use a telephone service for managing my calls. You dial my number. Um, there is an automated assistant who will put you on on hold whilst it tries to connect you to my mobile if it's not available depending on what buttons you press and so on it will direct you to the right mailbox Um, there are so many different tools that you can use to help you work smarter Um, outsource Uh, another thing you can do is outsource what you can If there are things that you do not enjoy doing and things that drag and take a lot of your time, outsource them. See, the thing is, in life, we either uh, spend more time and effort or we spend money. That is that's that's the balance. That's where there is no other trade off possible. We either spend the effort and the time learning how to do it and trying to do it and crafting it and doing it ourselves, or we outsource it to someone who is a specialist in that area and we spend the money getting those skills in to do what to do that task that we don't want to do. Um, there are some things in life that you should just ask, or in business that you should just outsource. If you can't do it, just outsource it. Graphic design, outsource it. Digital marketing, outsource it. Um, if those aren't your areas um, and, you know, find the things that you analytics outsource. Um, it sounds like I'm telling you to outsource all the things that I do. Uh, maybe that's subliminal, <laughs> but um, outsource, outsource the things that you don't enjoy. I, I say those things because the, the things that I enjoy are the things a lot of people genuinely do not enjoy. If you're not a numbers person, you won't enjoy analytics. Um, if you don't like looking for patterns and all of those things and looking for trends, you won't like analytics and people think digital marketing is all about creating snazzy content and all of that stuff. No, a large part of digital digital marketing is analytics. Um, the content bit is, yeah, there is a content element. And guess what? I outsource the content element because that's not my specialism. That's not what I do. Um, I have partners that I work with that create content for my clients so outsource the bits that you don't enjoy and the bits that take up time and the bits that will drain you Um, do not reinvent the wheel so um, 
things have been done before. People have created these things, find them and reuse them. License things that are available to be licensed. There are a number of uh, websites uh, that you can use to get stock images. Adobe provides stock images. Um, I use... Oh, why has it gone out of my head? Um, I use Canva for a lot of my content uh, that I create myself. But um, they provide stock images. There are so many different places that you can get stock images from and other things that you can license for your business. So don't sit there trying to create these images and create all these things um, from scratch. License what you can license and reuse it. That's simple. It speeds up your workflow. Um, Point number two, planning is key. Now, I say planning is key because if you have a plan, if you don't have, someone said to me um, a long time, um, if you don't plan, then you plan to fail or something along those lines. Oh, I heard another one that was uh, the five P's. Prior, prior preparation prevents poor performance. Preparation and planning is so important, especially when you require work-life balance. If you do not have a plan for your day, if you don't um, sort of set out your time of what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, then you basically walk in blind and you're, 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 you're just scrambling around trying to do various things at various times and you find that you actually are less productive. If you have a plan, if you have a list that you want to work through, and you time box these things, then, hey, you know that, right, between this time and this time, I'm doing this. Um, I need to make these calls. I need to make, um, I need to write this document. I need to um, review this bit of content that's been created, whatever it may be. Um, I need to review this product. I need to, whatever. Time box the activities. Have a schedule. Know when you're doing. Even schedule your lunch. Schedule your workouts. Schedule you schedule your meetings, don't you? So put it all in. Um, have a plan. Uh, another thing you can do to the, in terms of planning, create templates. If you have templates, then you don't have to reinvent everything every single time. You just use your templates, and it saves you a ton of time. At the end of the day, the more you can automate your workflow in your business, the more productive you become. Um, it makes you. Um, it makes you work more efficiently, basically. It just helps you to just keep things in a sequence. Also, it helps you when it comes to tracking and auditing how efficient your business is. Because once you do things in a consistent way, you can start to measure performance along those along that pathway, along that workflow. There you go with that. There, there I go again with the anal- analytics side. That's why um, I say it's not for everyone. I'm a geek. I do what I do. Um, Document your processes. So continuing with that theme about templates and so on. If you document your process, if you know what your end-to-end process is and you can follow it consistently and you document it so that even if you have to put it up on on a whiteboard or you print it off and stick it up on the wall in front of you so that you can constantly see it, do that in the beginning until it becomes second nature to you. 
learn your processes, especially when you start to, um, uh, we're going to touch on this more, but when we start, when you start to think about scaling, businesses that don't have their processes document struggle to scale. And when you struggle to scale, you fail. That's simple. Um, so thinking about scaling, if you want, if you know that at some point you want to scale your business, start by documenting your processes at an early stage. Even if you are a one person business, document your process, know exactly how things work so that when you bring people in, you can teach them how to do your, do what they need to do and you can maintain that same standard of work. Consistency is important in business. Everyone knows about those brands where you buy something and then you go back a few months later you buy it or you or you try or you buy a service and you try it again a few months later and, and suddenly it's not as good as you remembered it to be. And that's because they've scaled um, and the consistent and the product or the service is no longer consistent. It, you've got this dip. And usually it's because they haven't documented their process. So the new people coming on don't do things in the way that the original people desired for it to be done. Always a problem. So documenting processes and following those documented processes is important. Number three, you don't have to work all day. Similar to a bit similar to number one, work smarter, not harder. Um, but yeah, you don't have to work all day. Start early, plan your day. Again, we're leaning into the, into the points that we've talked about early, earlier. Leverage technology, uh, planning is key. You don't have to work all day. Why? Because if you leverage technology and you automate things and you um, use these tools to your advantage and you plan your time, guess what? You get more done in a shorter time period. And if you can time box activities, you can schedule periods during your day where you don't have to be working. Um, so you have time to pick up the kids from school, uh, spend some quality time reading with your toddler or whatever, um, help you, helping your older children with homework, or just sitting down to dinner with your family and having time to communicate. Um, use tools that allow you to stay connected. Um, so make sure you use email. I, I mean, use email on your smartphone. There are these people that say they don't use smartphones. I get it because it's quite easy to never switch off when you have a smartphone. But if you use your smartphone co correctly, your smartphone can help with your productivity. So use tools that help you to stay connected and continue to do business um, without being overly intrusive in your personal life. Um, another thing that you can do is, and I jumped straight out of it, but schedule your day around your family. So me, for example, I like to get up at around five o'clock in the morning and work from five um, to about eight. When the kids start to get up, then we could do some stuff with the kids um, I get back to work once they start doing their homeschooling and all of that stuff and um, work during that period. I know that they are going to finish homeschool around half three. So I'm done around a, a, the same time. Um, I try to plan breaks in my day so that I can have lunch with them. Um, I plan so that I finish my day 
around three o'clock, spend time with them. Uh, we can have dinner together. We can spend time conversating, talking about things that have happened during the day, have a laugh together, maybe watch a bit of TV together. And then in the evening, when they start to do their own thing, if I have other things that I need to do, I have scheduled to do those things again. So I may have a podcast to record. Um, I may have some editing to do. I may have a presentation to finish off. I go and do those things in the evening. Um, but I've had a bulk, a bunch of time with my kids um, and my wife during the day. Um, and then I try not to work late into the night. So again, by I make sure that I don't work beyond 10 p.m. So that I can spend a bit more time with my wife before we all go to bed and do it again. Um, yes, I don't sleep very much because, ugh, I don't know, that's just me. I don't sleep very much. Um, but uh, another thing that I say, and I think I've talked about it, is about working whilst the family is busy. And that's why I said during the day when they're doing their homeschooling, I, I work. Um, the other thing is about sharing your calendar with your family. One thing that I I think can be... Um, really that makes it makes work-life balance very difficult is when you have to, all these things scheduled in and no one else knows what it, what you're doing so they can't plan around you and can't plan time to be with you so if you share your schedule with your family they are able to plan their day so they say well right we want to do this so dad's going to be busy or mum's going to be busy at this time but they'll be free at this time let's try and do it around this time so share your schedule um, very, very straightforward, very easy to do. Um, I use Google Calendar for my entire family. Every single member of the family is on a Google Calendar. Um, we also have the same, we share it across our iPhones and everyone can drop stuff in and we have reminders and stuff that we just put into a family calendar. Um, number four, avoid fixed works, fixed work days. Try and be flexible with the days that you work so that, hey, if something happens, you can, you know, you could just be like, it's Monday, uh, I've got my smartphone, I'm ahead of my schedule of certain things. Guess what? I'm just going to spend, it's it's a bank holiday or it's a weekend, it's a, it's, um, it's summer holidays for the kids. I don't need to work this Monday. I can just stay connected with my work phone uh, with my smartphone check in on things answer emails um handle a few queries as they come in but for the most part i can be with the family um i'm not saying just throw things out the window when they come up but if you know that you've got a light day coming up spend that time with the family or friends and do whatever if you don't have a family uh, i'm i'm speaking from my position because i am a family man but if you you know spend that time doing other things spend that time um relaxing or going to get a massage going to do some um pursuing a hobby or doing something that isn't work but you can still be connected to work with a smart device that's why i said i don't understand people that don't like smartphones um so you know give yourself the freedom is what I'm talking about. Give yourself some freedom to be flexible. And I also believe that if you are flexible with your time, if you say, hey, family, guess what? Um, I'm not going to work today. I'm going to have my phone. I'm going to answer a few queries and stuff. But guess what? I'm free today. Let's go, let's let's do something. Let's spend some family time. Let's go to the aquarium. Let's go to the movies. Let's do the, 
whatever. When you are flexible with your family, when you need that flexibility as well from them, they will give it because they know that you give them out of your busy time and busy schedule. So they give to you. Uh, Reciprocity is something that um, I believe is so important, not only in our professional relationships, but in our personal relationships and especially in our family relationships. If we teach our children how to reciprocate um, and if we teach and, you know, we do that with each other, we get so much more out of the relationship. Um, Number five. Make time to socialize and let your hair down. Have a hobby. Um, Plan some time with your friends. Go out for a meal. Go out for a drink. Um, Play some sports with a friend. Whatever. You need recreational time. You need downtime. Because if you are constantly down in the detail of your business, guess what? You miss things. Because you just don't come up to breathe. Your brain doesn't have time to just process all the information and sometimes we get stuck that you know i've read examples of people that um you know they say oh i was coding for about 10 hours and i was stuck um and then i decided to go and do something and i came back and i I figured it out within 20 minutes yeah because your brain had some time to process so allow yourself some time away um book vacations so if you plan in, in advance, book a vacation, something to look forward to so you can work and work smart towards that period in time and you schedule and you know that you've got this block of time to look forward to where you're not going to have to do anything. You can plan some downtime, um, you know, just put some markers in the in the calendar for you to have some some downtime uh, plan days out again. You don't always have to be in the office. You don't have to be always be in your home office. You know, you can go work from a coffee shop. You can go meet with some friends in the afternoon. Uh, plan plan some uh, coffee meetings, some whatever. Plan some days out. Plan some days out with a family where you're not doing anything. Just let your hair down. Again, we we live in a digitally enabled world. Technology is all around us, so you can always stay connected. So I don't think there needs to be this fear of missing something. Um, stay connected, do what you have to do, but use technology to your advantage. Use these things to further your business, but also f- to free yourself up so that you can really, really enjoy enjoy life and enjoy um, the entrepreneurial journey. You won't, un- you won't enjoy your entrepreneurial journey if you burn out. Facts. If you can't find downtime, you won't enjoy it. I also know you won't enjoy it if you're broke as well, so make sure you plan to work. But um, yeah, it's all about balance. Anyway, the most... There's a tip that I didn't put in, but the most important one is learning to disconnect. Um, Whilst I say that our smartphones are super useful for business, they also can keep us trapped in a a state of work, 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 work. So um, one thing that 
I read was that in iOS 15, Apple are releasing what, something that's called focus mode, which will allow you to put timers on certain apps so that they can't send you notifications. So you could do that with your emails. You can do that. And you would purposefully have to go out to see these emails um, rather than just them just popping up in front of you. So um, I think that's a really good thing. It's a positive move. I know a lot of nations are trying to Im- implement laws that allow employees and people to disconnect but you know as an entrepreneurs the onus is on us to to make ourselves disconnect um but yeah learn to disconnect learn to digitally disconnect from work uh set yourself some limits know that you're not going to check your work emails after a certain period of time um use technology that allows you to have an out of office um response for customers and stuff like that Make build it into your business process so your customers customers know that outside a certain window they will not get a response. Um, and you know, if you build the customer experience around that, if you make sure that they know that their that their request has been or their in, inquiry has been received, it's being it's going to be processed, and it will they will receive a response within a certain window. Customers are happy. Customers are usually unhappy when there is bad communication or no communication. So if you can be fully transparent in your customer journey, in your customer process to say, hey, this is what is going to happen outside of normal hours. We will then get back to you. You will get this. This is what you will receive. And we we will ensure that we stay within these SLAs that we're telling you. Customers are happy. And you are happy. You are free to live your life. Don't don't be bound by your business. Your business, as an entrepreneur, your business is supposed to be setting you free. But I find that so many entrepreneurs are stuck and tied down by their own businesses because they lack the the processes um, and the technology, the infrastructure, the planning. Um, one of the things that I do is called business architecture, and it's about helping you design um, what your business is going to look like, not just today, but your target operating model, your scaled business in the future. So going through this journey and go, and planning for that is super important. It's It allows you to plan a life around your business so that your business does not become your life. And I'm going to leave you on that bombshell. Um, if there are if there are any tips that you think I left out, hey, give me a shout. Drop them in the comments uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I'm going to put some some uh, links in the description box for some tools that I believe can help people with their productivity. Um, definitely check them out. I'll try and pop in some um, links to things like project management tools and, you know, anything that I think can help you manage your work better. I will put that those links in the description box. Um, yeah, that's about it. I think next week we are back. We're going to be talking about scaling businesses. Let me make sure that I'm, I'm really giving you the, you know, I'm, I'm giving you the, the truth. Uh, so yeah, next week we are talking about how to scale your business or, or preparing to scale your business. 
So tune in for that. Um, that's basically coming out of my world or my knowledge of about business architecture and about uh, business analysis and process design and all of those things. So um, looking forward to sharing that. Excited about sharing that with you. Um, if so, what I will what I will say is that there are a ton, a ton of different things that you can do to improve your business, to make your business um, work more efficiently, work better for you, uh, to make them connect with customers easily, to make you more um, attractive to your prospects. How do you even identify your prospects? How do you know who your perfect customer is? And how do you attract your perfect customer? What is your perfect customer like? Um, what is working in your business and what isn't? Uh, what tools you should should you be using? There's so many different areas that, that need to be addressed and looked at. And when it comes to designing and, pre- and preparing a business for scaling. Um, so if you are interested in these things, please, please, please reach out to me. Um, this Today's topic was about work-life balance, but there are so many things that I'm, I'm happy to share and to, to help people with. Um, if you do want to enlist my services professionally, why not give me a shout? Because I've just talked about one area here. There are, there are things that I can probably talk to you about specifically that can help your business and help you grow specifically. And I've said specifically so many times. My bad. Uh, but yeah, there are so many things that I could probably talk to you about that can help you in your current situation and, and in a personalized way. So reach out to me. Uh, you can get at me at david at yellow8.co.uk professionally. Uh, david at yellow at daily perspective. Um, if you want to talk to me about a podcast or anything about this. Um, but yeah, definitely reach out. Let's see what we can do um let me know what additional content you want me to share things topics you want me to talk about um and definitely connect with me on social media i really like i really enjoy speaking to you guys on social media and if you are a fan of the daily perspective podcast remember you can catch that on wednesdays so tune into that live i also enjoy when people drop into that podcast and and share their live comments really really fun Anyway, I've enjoyed speaking to you um, about work-life balance. I hope you take to heart some of the things that I've said. Um, Again, remember the scripture that I dropped at the beginning. That was Ecclesiastes. um, That was Ecclesiastes 2, 18 to 26. Let's get that right. Uh, Boom, Ecclesiastes 2, 18 to 26. That was close. I thought. Uh, but yeah definitely remember that scripture meditate on that scripture remember those things um it's not about working extra hard it's about working smart um take care of yourselves take care of each other and i will catch you next week on another episode of the daily uh, not the daily perspective imperfectly human podcast all right um take care of yourselves i'm out peace Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Imperfectly Human podcast. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast. You can do this on your favorite streaming platforms.